listen. This special episode is brought to you by my cat friends. My cat friends is a private IG community or my close friends where I give out weekly sauce on credit, consumer laws, credit finesse, things of that nature. If you've gotten value from the podcast, which is free, you're definitely going to want to tap into my cat friends. It's only $50 a month currently, but it could go up to $100, $200 a month by the time you tap in. So if you want to tap in, get that extra sauce, go to catacticsllc.com and scroll down to join my cat friends circle. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to a new episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT. I got a special guest today. It's my boy, Doreen Delavante. I'm going to read his bio. We're going to get straight into it. We're going to get straight into the consumer law talk. We're going to get straight into how to get paid and all of that. No fluff, none of that. So Doreen, he wants you to know that he teaches average and elite consumers how to repair, rebuild, and restore their credit using consumer laws. In just six months, his life was transformed after studying and applying consumer law. As an Army veteran, he believes in service to the people. He believes consumers like you should be armed with the knowledge and grit to employ the laws that were created to protect and serve you. Some of his results include the fact that he built out an 800 credit score, credible consumer uh, profile. And at the end of the day, he believes that you shouldn't have to pay someone to do something you can do 100% by yourself because you, in fact, are the original creditor. Welcome to the podcast, Doreen. How you living? What's going on, Keon? I'm doing good. Doing good. Slightly under the weather. I don't know. I have this weird cough. Don't know where it came from. But oh, it doesn't man. seem like it's like it's paying rent. You know, it's not going nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's all good though. My voice is still good. I've been doing a, a lot of speaking engagements. Okay. And I don't know if it's my voice adjusting now to speaking more than before, but something's transforming. And it's for the good though. It's all good. Okay, definitely. So we got the Michael Jordan flu game going on today i don't know what's going on on. (laughs) i want to start by asking shaky (laughs) oh man how how are you doing like any big wins small wins during the week oh always wins okay um my mentees so i got some mentees right now that are in competition who's getting the most collection deletions Mm. i got one guy right now in the last two months i think he's approaching 47 collection deletions wow. and i got another mentee he's like 32 he wants to catch up to the other guy but the other guy's wow. a beef wow and wow that's wow. the bankruptcy some charge-offs we got like five late payments deleted we, we we're getting we're, we're making way perfect perfect that's amazing we're definitely going to get into all the different consumer laws as far as how to remove and things of that nature but i wanted to start by asking who is Doreen? Because a lot of people know you as a consumer law expert, but who's Doreen? Where'd you grow up? We know you were an army vet. Can, can we get into a little bit of your story? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I was born in Jamaica. Um, I lived there for 20 years. I, um, I was going to school for medicine. So at the time in 2010, I was studying biochemistry. 
And then I came here on a school work and travel visa. I went back and then I came back and I called my mom and I said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. She's like, you got no family there, no nothing. I said, I know, I'll figure it out. So I got in touch with my godfather. I moved to New York. Um, I lived with him for about six months. I got a job working at Five Guys, you know, making $7.50 an hour. Oh, man. <laughs> Did that for about two years and then um, joined the military, moved to New Hampshire, um, and then moved back to New York. And I've been back to New York ever since. Um, credit. I was told no. I was told I need a co-signer. You don't have enough credit. You don't have enough history. All the things you can think of have been told. And there comes a point when you got to realize that, you know, you're tired of always got to call my friend, Kevin, you know, Mm -hmm. Kevin, can you be a co-signer and unwilling knowing to me that I was putting Kevin at risk? Because when, when someone co-signs for you, they say, I am signing to take on the liability if this person stops paying. Mm -hmm. I don't think people comprehend how much responsibility when you say I am I'm going to co-sign it's yours as well there is no going around it but I didn't know at the time that I was putting my friend at such a risk you know I trust myself to pay back but I didn't know that he had so much risk if I defaulted so it's through learning this and now we're talking um 2012 2013 2014 you know just learning about credit because i've only been here now four years Mm -hmm. three four years so learning about credit and still didn't know what to do so after that um got some credit cards running them up i didn't really know much about credit making only the minimum payments the principal would not shift because the minimum payment barely covers interest. People don't know that minimum payment, it's interest. It's not your, it's not going towards your principal. Mm-hmm. It's the interest that they're getting every month. You're barely going to see that principal move. So it's seeing these trends now. And then I'm like, no, I need to be more financially responsible. So I started researching the American you know, credit system. I, I, I'm not from here. So I didn't know that this thing is so important. It's more credit is more important than money because you could have a whole bag of money. You go there, they're not taking it. They have to run it through the system and the system is built off of credit. So uh, <clears throat> fast forward now I got deployed and I was just, I'm t- I was tired, bro. I had 10 grand in um, credit card debt and I just, I didn't know what, to do so then i started reading and i read some more and you know one book a month became four books a month that whole year of my deployment i read 140 books wow. uh, about 27 of them was on credit alone finances real estate business and then it started to click you need credit so the first time I, so when I, how I paid my debts down now, 
I use the snowball method. I think the, snow, the snowball method is the best method if you don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I paid off the smallest debts first. And when those were paid off, the funds that I was using for those, I rolled it over to the next one. So every time I would pay something off, I'm taking the previous payments with the current payments to throw on the next one. And that's how I was able to dissolve the $10,000 in like two months or three months. I paid it off in like two or three months. And then I noticed there started being uh, changes with the report. I moved, because at that time I had a 604. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, had a 604. I've never met anyone with an 800 credit score, right? And then um, I got assigned to this, to this duty where I was overseeing some um, equipment <clears throat> and basically sending out reports and then this major came in there and he saw me reading and he was like, what are you reading? I'm reading about credit. You know, I got a 604 and I need to get my life together. And he was like, wow, you know, I got a, I think he had an 827. That was my first time meeting somebody with an 800. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Like you're my first 800 person I've ever met. <laughs> I've never met a person with an 800 before, right? Yeah. So I got excited. And then I started wondering if that was possible for me. Mm. You see, when you start wondering if it's possible for you, things start to change. Mm -hmm. So I started to learn more. Mm -hmm. And about three months later, 604, you know, 604. Three months later, I hit my 804. Wow. Yeah. I was like. I didn't even think it was possible. So within a six-month period, I moved from a 604 to an 804, uh, to an 804, 805. Mm-hmm. The only thing that changed was my education, and I now believe that it was possible for me. Mm-hmm. I've never met anybody with an 800. And then before that year was finished, I built out an 800 three times because I leveraged my credit. You know, when you leverage your credit, it's going to drop. So I got about, what, $70,000 worth of credit card um, approvals, lines of credit. Mm -hmm. And then it dropped to a 777, built it back out to an 805 again, Mm. leveraged that. Then I got to about... $100,000 $100,000 worth of credit. Mm-hmm. And then it dropped again. Mm-hmm. And then I leveraged it again. And I got to my A10 by March of the next year. So within one full year, I built out an 803 times. Mm-hmm. So when people tell me that you need mortgages and you can't do this, I built out my first 800. I wasn't even in the country. Mm-hmm. I was in the Middle East, 140 degree weather. <laughs> For real. So when I hear people over here saying my credit's been bad for years, I'm like, y'all don't want it bad enough. Y'all don't. Because mm. mm. if I can do this in a whole nother country, you guys are here. You are here. That's right. I got to send them the, the mail through the post office over there for it to get in a plane to come over here <laughs> to go into the post office to get shipped to where it's going for the process to rinse and repeat. Come on, bro. That's a lot of steps. Yeah. <laughs> so during this whole time from 604 to 804, 
then we went to 777, then we went to 805, then we did that, then we built it back up. Were you were you like well versed in the consumer laws at this time, or you still weren't at the time, or was I was walking studying? Through that? You were studying. Okay. Stu- yeah, I was. Studying. Were you were you implementing though? Were you like usually in the FCRA? Yes. In your, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I was. Okay. Because I'm like this consumer law stuff sounds great, but I need to test it. Mm-hmm. And when my language, so people don't comprehend that your language. The language in the correspondence that you send out, you have to speak their language. So what do you refer to the um, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion? What do you call them? CRAs, Consumer Reporting Agencies. Good. A lot of people are going to Bureaus. say Bureaus. Exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> we know, no, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no such thing. So you're asking the wrong thing from the wrong people. Mm-hmm. So you're calling them credit bureaus and you're saying my credit report. There's no credit report. You mm-hmm. have a consumer report and mm-hmm. a consumer file. Yeah. Right. And people don't comprehend that your consumer report and your FICO scores are separate things. They are not the same. Mm-hmm. So people are asking the wrong thing. That's why they're not getting results. You know, I sent off one letter, I sent off two letters, it came back verified, yeah, because you just asked them to verify it. If I ask you to verify something and I say it's verified, did I not just answer what you told me to do? (laughs) Like, it it sounds simple. It sounds simple. It sounds wicked simple. Yeah. Oh, verify this account. Okay, this account is verified. Did I not just give you what you asked for? Yeah. So why are you complaining? Exactly. Because they're asking something, expecting something else, but they gave you exactly what you asked for. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about the accuracy of the report, when you talk about what accuracy means, all values correct. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that information is inaccurate. It's incomplete. Mm -hmm. These are the languages that are used in the FCRA. Mm -hmm. So why are you making up your own words and not use the language that is put in place for them to abide by? Exactly. Let's, let's pause there. So we, so, okay. The listeners are listening. I know a lot of my listeners, some of them know about the law. Some of them are still getting hip to the laws. Me and you both understand that we're looking at consumer reporting agencies. We're not looking at bureaus. For the people that think they're looking at bureaus, where would you recommend they start as far as figuring that out? Are there any credit books you recommend? Should they just get a Black Laws Dictionary? Should they get into your mentorship? You know, let, let me know where you think they should so start. The mentorship right now is the best on the market. I don't care what nobody says. I have the best consumer law mentorship hands down, right? Um, The mentorship would be the ideal place to start. So Mm -hmm. it's enough to read it, but optimum comprehension and breakdown of their terms, it is what I specialize in and is what is giving my mentees all the results that they're getting because Mm -hmm. you're getting a community. Mm. You're getting me. We're on a Zoom call every Sunday. The Facebook group is lit interaction, Mm -hmm. communication, letters being built. 
profiles being evaluated. So you are constantly learning. Not to mention every single product has a corresponding video or audiobook that goes with it. Mm. So we're talking repossessions, bankruptcy, charge-offs, student loans, late payments, identity theft, um, everything you can think of. Collections, medical, everything you can think of has a corresponding video explaining the process. So you're basically saying if they don't get into your mentorship, they're playing themselves? They are. They're, they <laughs> want to stay in the mud. Okay, okay, okay. Because it is through comprehension of your language. <clears throat> if you speak Mandarin and I speak Spanish and I'm talking to you in Spanish, how are you going to comprehend what I'm saying? I won't. So if you're writing to them and asking these consumer reporting agencies for things in a language they don't comprehend, how are you going to get results? Exactly. The law is very specific mm -hmm. on the things you need to say, the things you need to do. Mm -hmm. But people don't comprehend. Or it's not that they don't comprehend, but a lot of them don't know the things they don't know. And mm -hmm. because of that, they don't get the results you're looking for. And they think it doesn't work. It's not true. It works. You just need to learn the language. Exactly. Okay, so number one, listeners, you guys got to make sure you learn the language. The best thing you can possibly do which I always say, you want to invest in yourself, get to that next level. Um, I'm actually invested in uh, Doreen's mentorship. That's how, you know, we linked up here. So mm -hmm. I'm the host letting y'all know that I invest in this program. So I definitely recommend y'all invest in this program. So let's go on to the next thing. I want to talk about your actual process of removal because I talk about mine a lot with my clients and people, the, the listeners, you know, as far as like the affidavit of truth, as far as our letters, as far as making sure you bypass the Oscar system with highlights and stuff like that. But can, can we talk about your method? Because it's multiple ways to skin a cat. Yeah, so with me, I don't recommend going to the CRAs first. They're last. Okay. I recommend going directly to the person. And you know that person means corporation. Yeah. We're going straight to the corporation who is reporting the stuff. Mm. So if Capital One is saying that you have a charge off, What's up, Capital One? Yeah. You're reporting that I got a charge up. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to hit you with straight laws, straight facts. We're yeah. not making stuff up here. Straight laws, straight facts. We know that a charge off is not supposed to be on there. Mm -hmm. Because IRS says a charge off is gross or ordinary income. Income is not reported on the consumer report. Where did this charge off come from? But not only that, you're talking about a account that came from, quote unquote, mispayments. There is no transactions mm -hmm. because 15 U.S.C. 1681 A2 A1 says that the transactions or experiences between the consumer and the person making the report is not included on the consumer report. So if my transactions are not included on there. Where did I get a late payment from? And where did I get a charge off from? If it's not included on the consumer report. Mm -hmm. And these are the language that they use. Use their own language. There is no late payment. Mm -hmm. There cannot be a late payment if my transactions are not included on my consumer report. Where does it come from? 
Where does the utilization come from? If my experience also between me and the creditor, that line of credit is also not included in the consumer report. Those are factors in your FICO score, mm -hmm. not your consumer report. Those are not factors in your consumer report. Mm. Those are factors for your credit score. The consumer report generates a credit score. So if I can control the utilization and the payment history, am I not able to build whatever score I want? Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> there goes your 800 three times. And mm -hmm. I'm about to build it back a fourth time because I just leveraged it the other day and I got a car <laughs> and some other stuff. So mm -hmm. it dropped. So now I need to build it out. I think I'm at a 750 right now, 765, somewhere there. So I need to build out back this 800, probably by February. Okay. But what, I mean, what good is credit if you're not using it, right? 800 look cute. 800 look cute, but you got to use that credit. Yeah, it, it's that cute. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to <laughs> definitely all use it. it. That's all it is. It's just cute. Yeah. It's definitely. not going to do nothing just being there by itself. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Let's say, let's say um, somebody, they sent out, they sent out their first demand. Cause I, you know, demand versus dispute we're, we're demanding something. So let's say they sent out their first demand to, I think you said capital one in your example, let's say they sent it to capital one. They're trying to get the item removed and capital one is not budging at this point. That's what are we going to do? They're also asking for removals. We only want deletions. Mm, okay. Move it, they can put it back. Yeah. But let's get it deleted from the consumer file so it never comes back. Language, yeah. Language is key. Yeah. So what if they don't get it on the first round? So what would you recommend? Probably not going to happen. So you all need to comprehend. Not because you send out a great letter. It means you're going to get it on the first round. No. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you a few rounds because yep. they're going to test you. Sometimes they don't even know what you're talking about mm -hmm. because they don't study the laws the way we do. Some, remember, we're talking about sometimes normal people, not the EOSCAR system. Normal people sometimes look at these. They don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. never <laughs> seen it before. What is this guy talking about? <laughs> but no, late payment is illegal. We, what do you mean? No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've seen this for the first time. And just like people who think Doreen's crazy talking about there is no late payment. There is no late payment. Mm -hmm. So they're under the same mindset. Mm -hmm. It's through no information and education that now they become enlightened. And if they're smart enough to look it up, They'll see that, oh, they're onto something. Yeah. They're onto something. So now <clears throat> you spoke about getting to the back. Here's, here's how we're going to get to the back. We're going to send them a notice, mm -hmm. a constructive notice or a dispute, whatever you all want to call it. Letting them know that the information is inaccurate and incomplete. Mm -hmm. Right after that, they're going to say, oh, we checked our records and all values are correct or the account is accurate. Really? OK. <laughs> I'm going to give you an opportunity to cure. Right. So 
this, 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 and this is incorrect or inaccurate based on this law, this law, and this law. I'm giving you an opportunity to cure. You have 10 days, right? Give you the 10 days. I'm showing you the law. I'm giving you all the reference for you to check. I'm not just saying, you know, the stuff is inaccurate without no form of way for you to check it. Even yeah. though the burden of proof is not on me, it's on you. But because I want my results quick, I'll help you out. Let's pause there. Let's pause there. In the process, in your process, are we using willful non-compliance or using 1681 and 1681? That's where we're going. Okay, That's where we're okay. going. Okay. But before we go there, we mm -hmm. have to set them up because yeah. this is just not checkers, right? Yeah. So we gave them the notice that the stuff is incorrect, right? Yep. Inaccurate. Yep. We gave them an opportunity to cure. Yep. They came back and talking about, oh, it's it's correct. All of this. No, it's not, guy. And mm -hmm. then guess what? 15 USC 1681 S2 speaks about the responsibility, responsibilities of furnishers of information to consumer reporting agencies. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So the, the law clearly says under there, furnishers of information to consumer reporting agencies are prohibited. What does prohibited mean? You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Mm -hmm. They are prohibited to report information that they know or believe to be inaccurate. Is that the one that have a reasonable cause, I believe? Is that what it's Not yet. About? Not that so, one? Okay, okay. Now we're at 1680, 15 USC 1681S2. So we're going to give them that part too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we're speaking, we gave them the notice, mm -hmm. an opportunity to cure. Mm -hmm. And now we're letting them know their responsibility under the law. Mm. Three strikes. Take notes. <laughs> Three strikes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now you know, because I've shown you that you are prohibited to report inaccurate information. If yep. you still go and report that, I'm giving you 10 days to make the corrections. Mm. I'm going to pull my reports on the 11th day. How do I prove the 10 days? Certified mail green return receipt. Because yes, now I'm going to know when they got it. Mm -hmm. 10 days from there, on the 11th day, I'm going to check the report. I check the report. If it's still there, you now are under civil liability because now you are willful non-compliant. Mm. You see how you got to bring them in there. Yeah, talk to them. So you set them up. Now mm. I bring you under civil liability for willful non-compliance. And then we're going to get paid because now I'm going to go apply for some shit. Knowing I'm going to get denied mm -hmm. because now I am damaged as a result of the failure. The language is clear. Mm -hmm. Actual damages as actual damages as a result of the failure to comply with mm -hmm. any provisions under this section. Mm. You just use the whole law from accuracy, um, opportunity to cure, <coughs> responsibilities mm -hmm. as a furnisher, and now I brought you into civil liability run me my coins or run me my deletions. Because if you don't, I just made a whole case where now I can go get paid. Mm -hmm. 
So people rush the process, bro. They rush the process and they overlook the steps. This is chess, not checkers. Mm -hmm. You have to set them up, put them on notice, opportunity to cure, tell them their responsibility. And mm -hmm. if they don't comply, now we're in civil liability and mm -hmm. you're going to run me my coins. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about the fact that people be rushing because a lot of times when I'm talking to my um, listeners about the law, I let them know that understanding the consumer laws and practicing the consumer laws is more about the person you have to be versus what you're actually doing. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I sent, you know, one round, I should have my deletion already. But it's like, it takes multiple rounds and things of that nature. Can you talk about, I know you're in the army and I know the army deals with discipline. Can you talk about the person you had to be if that was in relation to maybe your patience and discipline with understanding and practicing consumer law? So, it, it didn't really come from the military side. It okay. came from when I comprehended their language. Got it. The barrier okay. was their language. Got it. If you don't comprehend your language, you don't know how to use it. Yeah. The, it's made for them. It's their guidelines. It's their laws. Mm -hmm. It's not ours. It's there to protect us, to keep them in check. Yeah. But if you don't comprehend your language, how are you going to hold them accountable? Exactly. That is why I go after the corporations first and I leave the CRAs for last because the same person who's reporting it can delete it. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to fight with these consumer reporting agencies who are very difficult? Yeah. No, 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 no. Especially knowing what I know under 15 USC 1681 is two. They are prohibited. Yeah. If they know or if they have reason to believe, and I'm going to make you believe that shit. Exactly. Yeah. So now you know, and the law prohibits you from doing it. Yeah. So if you go report, you're not only violating um, me under the civil liability section, but you just violated the section that speaks on what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm coming in for the bag. Yes, sir. Okay. It's it's all about steps. It's mm -hmm. all about steps. Mm -hmm. Set them up. Don't rush the process. Set them up. Set them up. Definitely. And Definitely. when they see you start setting them up, <clears throat> when they start seeing the green return receipts, the mm -hmm. certified mail, you think they're not going to start taking notice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one is on to something. Yeah. Let's just get the deletion and get rid of them. Yeah. This one is on to something. They peep game. They're not stupid. Yeah. Four letters, certified mail, notarized. Come on. Affidavits? No, 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 no. They are gearing up for something. Definitely. Okay, let's say, let's say we did all that, right? So we, we talked about the process. We're not going to rush it. We're going to take it one step at a time. Let's say we did all that, but Capital One, Bank of America, or whatever, they're still, they're still playing games with us. What would That's Great. What's the I'm next step for you? Apply for some shit, because I know yeah. I'm gonna get denied. Mm -hmm. And then we bring them back to civil liability because mm -hmm. I got damaged, actual mm -hmm. damages as a result of the failure. Mm -hmm. So do me a favor. <clears throat> Pull up right now, right? 15 USC 
1681 n 1681 n 1681 should be on the fair credit reporting act under civil liability yes sir got it mm -hmm. read off that for me oh my phone acting weird hold on okay so civil liability for willful non-compliance a in general any for person. what it says willful willful non-compliance so if i put you on notice that the shit is incorrect i showed you where you have a responsibility mm -hmm. to report accurate information you now know that the information is inaccurate or incomplete yeah. and you are prohibited under that section to report information that you know are reason to believe that it's inaccurate and you still report it what is that sounds like a violation to me Sounds to me like willful non-compliance. <laughs> yeah, willful non-compliance. <laughs> so you see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. Set them up. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah. Okay. You want me to read the in general part? Yeah, yeah. The in okay. general and then I okay. believe one, one Okay. So any person who willfully fails to comply with any requirement imposed under this subchapter with respect to any consumer is liable to that consumer in an amount equal to the sum of 1A says any actual damages sustained by the consumer as a result. What does that mean? Don't skip over that part. Any actual That's damages. That's the most important part. Any actual damage. No restriction on the damages. Michael, <clears throat> if you're in real estate mm -hmm. and you go to buy a four family yeah. that cost a million dollars and that deal fell through because of information on your reports. <laughs> that you told them was inaccurate and they failed to comply you now are damaged you lost that deal yeah that is actual damages exactly you hear people talk about a thousand dollars bro this goes deeper than a thousand dollars you can get paid however much it doesn't yeah. matter the amount exactly as long as you have that actual damage now you will because the deal fell through. You yeah. got a denial letter. It stopped so you from getting your house. With what we just spoke about, read that again and tell me what you and tell me what you get. You talking about any actual damages? Yes, that part. So any actual damages sustained by the consumer as a result of the failure or damages of not less than a hundred dollars and not more than a thousand dollars. So it says or, right? Yeah. You notice there's or. Yeah, exactly. So you can go in for actual damages or that minimum 100 to $1,000. Ain't nobody want that, bro. Yeah. But the law also goes to say whichever is greater. Mm -hmm. Look, it's right there in front of you. It mm -hmm. says whichever is greater. Yeah. Yeah, that's MB. Mm -hmm. That's MB. In the case of in the case of liability of a natural person for obtaining a consumer report under false pretenses or knowingly without a permissible purpose, actual damages sustained by the consumer as a result of the failure or one thousand dollars, whichever is greater. <laughs> <laughs> you just read it, King. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Both of them speaks on actual damages. Exactly. So one, so a lot of people don't notice the difference between both sections. One speaks about 
if you are damaged as a result of their failure, but the other one speaks on now, if you have inquiries, like what they do at the dealership, that's what B is talking about. Mm -hmm. For someone to obtain your reports without a permissible purpose, you giving them express permission, that type of stuff. And you got damaged as a result of the failure of them doing that. So when we talk about, you know, they shotgun your credit at the dealership, it's okay. <laughs> you can get paid for that shit. Because <laughs> now, it just tells their <clears throat> their relationship between them and the dealership has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So if you got 15 inquiries and you only got finance from one company and the rest they're saying, <clears throat> when you challenge it, we got permission from XYZ dealership. XYZ dealership is not me. Yeah. You have an agreement with them. I got no agreement with you. Tell you what, better yet, show me where under 15 USC 1681B2, where I gave you expressed permission, written permission mm-hmm. for you, XYZ company, and me authorizing you to pull my credit. You'll never get it. Yeah. Give me my deletions. You don't? Okay. No worries. Let me go apply for some shit. Because <laughs> B just told you what you are owed if they pulled it without your permission. Yeah. Actual damages. I'm going to go apply for some shit. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. While we're on the dealerships, Let's talk about getting your down payment back because a lot of people hear about, you know, getting the down payment back. So can we can we talk a little bit about going about that process? So I have friends that have done it. I've never gotten my down payment back. I, okay. For me, the car that I got was like three or four years ago. Okay. So I'm a bit outside the statute of limitations. <clears throat> so even though they say that there's no statute of limitation on fraud, it's four years and you know, it's kind of a long stretch. Mm-hmm. So when I got the new car, I, I didn't put nothing down. Yeah, you got zero money totally down. Free, got it yeah. totally free. Yeah. Gap insurance included everything. So for that one, I can't go back after them for that because I just went there and got a car for free. Mm-hmm. Right? So technically, mm, I don't have any case. They didn't take a down payment. They, they gave me what they were supposed to do on the truth in lending because yeah. I knew what I knew and I didn't feel like giving up any cash. Gotcha. Now I need a new car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Can we talk about... Um... So you see where that's going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I need a new car. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about some of these debt collectors, these inquiries or something like that. Just the um, actual process, maybe small claims court or something. Can we talk about that process? So court, I can't speak on court. I'm not a lawyer and I've never actually gone to court because they don't mess with me. Okay. So when my clients now have legal issues, I have consumer lawyers that I recommend them to. Because I'm okay. the last thing I want people to misconstrue what I'm saying as legal advice. And gotcha. if I didn't do something, you know, I'm not going to talk about it because I, I haven't gone to court. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. they don't want my type of smoke. So got you, got you. I've been okay. waiting for some smoke, but nothing. Okay, got you. None of not nothing we saying on a podcast is legal advice, by the way. But 
let's say I'm trying to get paid for an inquiry. What would you, what kind of recommendations as far as laws would you tell me? Because to me, I think about, you know, the exclusion section of FCRA, but I want, I'm curious about. Uh, well, if we're talking about getting paid, you're going to get paid under the civil liability for whatever violation that they did. So just like <laughs> how you would invoice a business, mm -hmm. right? They are a corporation, B2B. So the same way how you'd invoice a business, you'd invoice them. So what you'll do is you'll calculate your, your violations, put it on the invoice. What does each um, violation cost? You invoice them and you send it and you, you tell them that you want a certified check. Now, are they gonna give it to you? No, they're not. <laughs> they're not just gonna give it up like that. Yeah, You're no. gonna have to go a few rounds. Then, when you say, okay, notice for legal proceedings. You see, when you tell them that, no, all right, I'm done. I'm taking you to court. Mm -hmm. This is where, all right, let's settle out of court comes in. So you might have to push a few times. And people think, oh, because you know all of this stuff and you send them a letter, it's going to happen. It doesn't happen that fast, bro. If that was the case, nobody would get tested. Exactly. They're then everybody would be running upon them. Yeah. They're not going to do that. They are not going to roll over and give it to you. You got to go in there. Mm -hmm. You have to go in there. So it's right now you give them um, notice for legal proceedings and they know you're serious because now the letter is coming from your lawyer. Now their lawyers got to look at it. You think the lawyer is not going to look up these civil liability sections? They are. Listen, it's cheaper to pay them $1,000 because if we go into court. Oh, it's a lot of fees. It's a lot time, of time, time, flying in, doing all that. So you got to pick your battles. Yeah. Are we going to run this $1,000 or are you going to spend 10000 battling $1,000 in court? Yeah, I don't even sense. make no sense. Yeah, I really don't. So there now you're able to get certain things done. Okay. Let's say. I know a lot, most of my listeners are familiar with the law a little bit, but you know, you get new listeners each and every day. Let's say I've never heard anything about consumer laws. I think I'm talking to bureaus. I don't know nothing about consumer reporting agencies. Where would you recommend I start? I guess besides like the mentorship, let's say someone, they're like, oh, I don't have money. Oh, I want find to start me on YouTube. Find my videos on YouTube. Okay. You got a YouTube. Okay. <clears throat> so find me on YouTube. Okay. Find me on Instagram, mm -hmm. the credit hero the underscore credit hero. Find, start, like, you don't know the things that you don't know. Facts. When you hear information and things that can make your situation better, you need to write it down and start researching it. Google mm -hmm. me, Doreen Delavante. Mm -hmm. What is this crazy guy talking about consumer <laughs> law? Because People, a lot of people, when they hear me talk, they're like, oh, this dude's crazy. He's nuts. Yeah. I, That's I'm how it goes. Until I show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. Then you're going to be like, bruh. And I'm going to be like, bruh. Then you're going to be like, bruh. <laughs> yeah. So it's that, it's that type of vibe. Okay. So you recommend they start by Googling you, going to your YouTube, mm -hmm. Instagram. Okay. Do you have any opinions as far as maybe they should go with the FCRA first, FDCPA, Truth and Lending Act? Yeah, because this is where you're going to learn that part. <clears throat> it's 
if you go into the FCRA and FDCPA not comprehending that words have different meaning, you're going to be at a disadvantage. And That's this true. is why the mentorship is important because mm-hmm. a normal person thinks a person means flesh and blood, me and you. We know that a person means corporation, government entity, um, individual, partnerships, trust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Estate. Yeah. 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 We know that a person means eight other different things and mm-hmm. they think it only means just you and me. Mm-hmm. So can they do it? Yes. But they will not get the same out of reading it without a mentor. Because the language is different. And if you're not up on your Black's Law Dictionary and stuff like that to comprehend and break down these words, you will be at a disadvantage. It's not saying it for you to join the mentorship or anything, but the shortest path to success is a mentor. That's true. So what's going to take you a year to figure out, you'll figure it out in a week with a mentor. And that is facts. That's definitely facts. I believe I know the answer to the question, but I still want to ask you anyway. I know the level you're at as far as, you know, consumer law you've been studying. At the level you're at right now, do you still have a consumer law mentor? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I just I have some lawyers too to be okay. Fine. Oh, they're actual law. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. They're, they're consumer attorneys. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. And the, the reason why I was asking is because a lot of people, I'm always telling them, you know, you gotta invest in yourself. The mm-hmm. fact that you know everything you know, you've achieved what you've achieved. You have mentees that's getting rid of 80,000 collections, you know what I'm saying? The fact that you have all those results and you still have a mentor, that lets you know that the common person doesn't know anything about consumer law. You got to invest in yourself. You got to get um, associated with a mentor because like you said, it is a cheat code. At the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know, like you were saying. So it's just important for people to invest in themselves. And I just wanted to make that a point because I, I was like a thousand percent co- uh, confident. I know your mindset. I know you, you still have a mentor, even at the level that you're at. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really important that people continue to invest in themselves and you have to yeah you have to because the minute you think you know it all and you stop learning is the minute you're going to be at a disadvantage exactly it's an ongoing process yeah it's, I'm a, it's an ongoing process definitely 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 would you say that there is because i get a lot of people asking me like when i'm speaking about the laws and they're asking me like oh how long did it take you to know like the foundation and all of that I'm curious to I'm curious about your answer as far as like that's a very good I'm question. <clears throat> it's as quick as you want to make it, it's as long as you want to make it. Mm. It's all about the effort that you put in there. Mm-hmm. You cannot sow peach seed and accept to reap apples. Yeah. You get <laughs> what you put in. Yeah. Okay, so I guess as far as does your are you the only one like in your within your family that knows about all these consumer? Are you spinning a consumer loss in them as well? Or? I do, but most of my okay. family is in Jamaica. It's just uh, okay. here with my wife and son. Everybody okay. else is back home. Okay. Does your son know like 15 USCs and all that? Not yet. He's five, but he'll hear me <laughs> say some stuff. He'll repeat it. He doesn't okay. comprehend it yet. He'll be running around and hear me saying 15 USC, 1681. He's like, 1681. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then he's running around yeah, yeah yeah okay so one thing that intrigued me too was your ig handle because when we think about a hero we think of someone that's you know 
like you know what we associate a hero with so where did the credit hero come from because that's a very powerful name so um this guy daniel rosen from crc credit repair cloud okay um when i took the um the, the credit hero challenge <clears throat> i like his concept behind credit hero so he has credit hero so i became the credit hero mm. okay so going through it you know this i want to be the hero for you so you can be the credit superhero for your family gotcha gotcha he, he ain't come for you for copyright no not yet not yet <laughs> <laughs> it might happen it says might happen. He, he hasn't come yet so That's when funny. that happened i'll probably change it to the credit superhero or something. Oh, okay. You already got, you already got, you already got your next round. You know, yeah, this you, is what we do he, with consumer He can't lock. get me for superhero. He can get me for yeah. credit hero, but it's not okay. credit hero. It's the credit hero. Yeah. So it changed, but the industry is the same. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So when he comes, I, I'll be like, hold up, Daniel. I ain't <laughs> marketing your products, bro. What's up? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He definitely. hasn't given me no smoke yet. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> all right. So I'm curious. Is there a question that people don't ask you about consumer law that you would want people to ask you? I just want you. To, well, I just want you to voice it now if there yeah, is. Yeah, what are they waiting for to get into mentorship? All right, go ahead. Yeah, that's a question. Like, what are you waiting for to get into mentorship? Okay. That's what you should be asking. Like, <laughs> you said what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why are you in the mud? Like, yeah. you don't know the things you don't know. And exactly. in order for you to know the things you don't know, you have to do things that you've never done before. That's a fact. Because if you've always done the things you've always done, you'll always be who you've always been. So it's not until you learn new information and start doing new things through a transformation of your mind, then you become a new person. It's all in the mind. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into where we can find the mentorship. But um, I wanted to begin begin uh, closing the episode, but I wanted to go through a quick financial round just to, you know, see what's going on with you. So before we get into it, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> uh, five years is going to be great. Uh, extensive real estate portfolio. Perfect. Um, I'll be a lot heavy into boxable and land. Because I do believe Boxable is going to replace mobile homes very soon. What's Boxable? Um, what is it? It's, so it's that house that you get that's made out of containers that Elon Musk has. They like build it out like Tetris. Oh, okay. It out. It's like those luxury container homes. Oh, uh, okay. 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 I'm going to have to so do I more research those, on it. Yeah. I believe those are going to replace, uh, not really replace, but it's going to take over the market for mobile home parks. So my goal is to have um, parks with boxables. Gotcha. So yeah, um, I'll be doing that. Um, real estate, Toro, more businesses for sure. A lot, I love businesses. I have okay. ideas. I be coming up with new ideas every day, launching new products, <clears throat> public speaking. I love public speaking. I love helping people. Mm -hmm. I love coaching people. Um, a, a lot of things. Um, Within five years, for sure, I'll know it definitely be a multi-millionaire. That is, that is already done. That's definitely. So um, it's that. And um, by then, too, I should have my podcast going. And it's, it's a lot of stuff, man. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Trucking Dang. food. 
I hear I hear one thing about consumer law. What happened to consumer law? No, no. So it's there. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> consumer law is going to be actually turned into a university. Mm, I love that. So it's going to have more for university fields. So the course is going to change. It's going to change. You're going to have your login. It's going to be an online learning platform. Dope. So the platform that we have now is definitely going to change. Dope, We're going dope. to have a whole university set up where you log in, you do your courses and stuff like that. So yeah. that's definitely going to change. It's going to evolve. Yeah, definitely. Consumer law is just one company. Gotcha. Gotcha. Make sure y'all get into the mentorship, man. Because by the time you try to get into the mentorship, it might be oh, 10x. It might be, be 10x. You know it will saying? not be the same price. That is facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely get into the mentorship. <clears throat> with the new launch, we're, um, I just got a course on business credit that's going to be in there. We're going to okay. teach you how to build out your LLCs, how to get funding. Yeah. One of my boys that has a course on manufacturer spending and mm. turning credit to cash, we're going to put that in there too. Okay. And more courses are going to be added. The price will not be the same. Most definitely not. Most definitely. It's like you're, it's like you're, booking, it's like you're booking a plane ticket too late. So you might as, once you hear the episode, Y'all better go to Doreen's social yep. media and get it immediately. Go to his website. What I'll do everything. also, I'll send you a link, right? <clears throat> are we, are um, we doing a deal? Are we doing a deal for the people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, okay, we're okay, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, I, I like giving people value. Yeah. So three of my eBooks, my okay. Do For Self, The Educated Consumer's Guide to Repairing Your Own Credit, mm-hmm. my um, Do For Self, um, a lender's guide to getting your own approval and what that I'll explain each book when I'm finished. Okay. And then the do for self, a guide to leading your own bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. All three books are going to come in one for just $47. Mm. Total value is $1,040, mm. but I'm making a deal for you and your audience where they can get it for $47. And in that deal, they'll have an opportunity to also join the mentorship wow. at a discounted price. Wow. Wow, so it won't wow, be wow. The full price that they see on the website is going to be probably um, 60% off or like 50% off. Hey, you guys don't play yourselves. You guys don't play yourselves. It's not going to be the same price, though. That I can tell yeah. you. It's going to okay. be significantly less. Okay, definitely appreciate you dropping so that. Will, yeah, it will only be available in that link. So um, the Do for Self, the Educated Consumers Guide, that gives you basic credit repair knowledge mm. learning credit repair learning how to structure your profile learning how to spot the deletion learning how to read the consumer profile mm-hmm. learning all of that and then now the secret lenders guide tells you where banks pull from what bank pulls from where what credit score is needed what auto dealership pull from where what credit score is needed what credit union pull from where what credit score is needed so you'll have that and then now i threw the bankruptcy in there because we know a lot of people that have bankruptcies so i wanted to throw that in there so you can learn not only to delete your bankruptcy but when you learn the process of bankruptcy Mm -hmm. go get paid deleting other people's bankruptcy it's a no-brainer exactly go get paid learning how to delete people's bankruptcy so that's why i threw that one in there Okay, most definitely. We definitely appreciate you dropping that on the Cat Podcast exclusive. I'll have the information down below for y'all to click the link. And yeah, we'll probably put it on the social media posts post as well. So we're going to head into the financial round. Just going to ask you four quick round questions. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Go ahead. All right. Number one, 
What do you do for fun when you're not bullying these consumer reporting agencies? I am reading. So okay. <laughs> if I'm not reading the laws or reading a new book or figuring out, like these are the things that excite me now. Yeah. Reading, um, forming new businesses, ideas yeah. of how I can create better products to help you study. Uh-huh. Like these are the things that excite me. Okay, perfect, perfect. It's, perfect. Now, but it's all are- good. It's all good. Any, uh, any specific book? Like what's the last book you read or something? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them that I'm reading. I'm reading like four books at the same time right now. It's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Because so I'd say right now I'm studying systems. So there's this book called Systemology. Mm-hmm. It's not um, a credit book or a consumer law book, but um, it, it, it gives you ideas of how to um, build your systems out and the things that you need to put in place. Now, as it pertains to consumer law, um, the new FDCPA, there's new rules that are in effect now for the FDCPA. So in terms mm-hmm. of consumer law, that's what I'm reading. Okay. Some of the old stuff, is not going to work anymore because the new rules are in effect. Got it. All right. My next question, what's your favorite credit resource and why? It could be a podcast book. I know you read a lot of books. Cornell Law Institute. Okay. And uh, the cat podcast. Uh, oh, All right. Okay. <laughs> National Consumer Law Center. I love okay. this. Yep. Okay. Okay. NCLC. Most definitely. Okay. You forgot. You forgot the cat podcast. Hold on. Right. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hold on. No, you said books. Come now, on, man. Talk- I said podcast, book, or whatever. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was an or in there. My bad. I thought it was an or. You said an or. <laughs> so he chose I which one. I heard an or. Was there an or? No. There was there was an and. There's no there's no or there's no and. It's <laughs> <laughs> using a so, law on me now. <laughs> so this is where language comes in, you know. Exactly. I need to hear that word. So when you say and, I know you mean everything, but if you say or, or, or means I got a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, listen, everybody on here right now that's checking out the, the cat podcast. Like if you haven't subscribed, you need to subscribe. If this isn't a part of your morning rituals right? If this isn't a part of your morning rituals, you need to make it. You need to feed your mind the things you need to become. Because mm. if you feed your mind garbage, you're going to get out garbage. Mm. But when you feed your mind information that changes your life, that changes your family's life, what do you think is going to happen to you? We are what we eat. Listen, we are self-made, but only the rich admit it. Mm. We're all self-made. But only rich people will admit it. Yeah. So a person would rather go listen to some music than listen to what's going on right here on the Cat Podcast. What's music going to do for you? Is that going to give you good credit? <laughs> Is that going to get you approval in the bank? I know the information on this podcast, Ken. So why are you not subscribed? That's my take on it. Sorry about the rant, but sometimes you just... Hey, no, ain't no, ain't no yeah. rant, man. I appreciate the flowers. All right. So next question, what habit can you attribute to your success with consumer law? I love what I do. It's weird, but I love reading the laws. 
because mm. I find some new shit. I'm like, yo, I bet they don't know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's like it's for, it's exciting, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, when people read to read, I read the laws to be entertained. Yeah. Because I know I'm gonna know some shit that 98 percent of people don't know, and I'm gonna be like, oh, it's on now. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Okay, okay. The fact that you have the passion for it, you love it. Okay. It makes That's it good. much easier and better to understand. Ooh, that word understand. Ah, comprehend. I am not under nothing. I comprehend everything. Okay. I like that. That's a good correction. I like that. Yeah, I try. I'm I'm working on deleting certain words from my vocabulary, like trying and I heard try, I just heard try, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You notice that one's hard. Like, yeah, you you did catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Our last question. If you could change one thing about the Black community related to maybe consumer laws and credit, what would it be and why? We need to read more. Mm. We need to read more and stop trying to be like the Joneses. Mm -hmm. We spend so much on things that is not of value. Mm. We buy cars, we buy shoes, we buy bags, clothes, belts. What is that doing for you financially? If you're buying it to sell it back, I am with that. <laughs> it makes you money. It feeds your family. But if you're just buying these things just to look like people, then you don't have a bank account and you are overdraft. And come Man. on, no. I'd rather you be broke and overdraft getting into my mentorship where you can learn how to get credit cards, where you can learn how to sequence and get 100, 150,000 off of five inquiries. Learn how to get 30 cars off of one inquiry. Mm -hmm. Learn how to delete any account from your consumer report. Learn how to get the Apple card with no inquiry. Oh, yeah, that was a jump too. Like that type of stuff. Most definitely. So you're better off getting overdraft, learning this, than buying liabilities that you're going to have to pay for anyway. Mm. You make your money back when you invest in my course. Because now everything that you've learned here, you can go learn and teach somebody else and get paid doing it. Most definitely. So you're making your money back. Most definitely. Great answer. Can you give us a final credit crystal to close out the podcast? It could be anything consumer law, it could be anything mindset, any motivation, whatever you got for us. Hmm. A consumer, not a consumer. Let's see. Did you know that you have the you have the ability to opt out of having your information reported? So let's say you got an auto loan, a mortgage. It doesn't matter what it is. You can delete those accounts by learning how to opt out of having your information reported. 15 U.S.C. 6802B is going to teach you how to opt out. But not only that, there are three conditions that must be met before they can report your information. And if they don't meet all three criterias, your information should not be reported. And it's through that 
you opt out and delete any account. Mm, that's some sauce, sauce, mm. sauce, sauce. Appreciate you, Doreen, for blessing the podcast, giving the game. I remember when we connected on uh, Clubhouse, I already, I already knew this is going to be one of them episodes. You feel me? So, you, you know, you definitely did your thing. Can you tell us where I we can find you? Any, we'll probably go in on the on next one. Oh, okay. We just, I, we, we, we didn't even get warmed club. up. We, we didn't even get warmed up yet. <laughs> we were just talking. <laughs> this was, this was nothing. Hey, man. Can you let us know where we can find you? go for seven, eight hours, bro. Yeah, man. We've only been on here probably 45 minutes. Yeah, man, we got to give him a warm up. We got to give him something to work with. This is warm up. We got to give him something to work with. You feel me? Yeah, this is warm up. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. So where can we find your information? Um, Instagram, the credit hero. Um, Or you can type in Doreen DeLevante. That will bring it up. Clubhouse, um, D DeLevante, D-D-E-L-E-V-A-N-T-E. Facebook, Doreen DeLevante. D-A-R-A-I-N-E. If you type Doreen DeLevante in Google, it's going to bring up my website. Um, I'll send you the links and my social media handles and the um, the link for your listeners to get the $47 ebook where they'll be able to get all three, but most importantly, they'll be able to join the mentorship, mm-hmm. which is key, which is going to give them the framework the comprehension, the breakdown of the words, so they're able to take themselves and leave bad credit in 2021. Well, I do. I hope you're going to hear this before 2022. So they leave bad credit in 2021, and they step into 2022 with a new mindset because it is through the renewal of a new mind are you able to achieve the things you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. It's all mindset. I don't care what it is. You cannot have an 800 with a 500 credit score mindset. It does not work. Yeah. It doesn't work. The mind has to be renewed Most to definitely. match the current level you're going on. Most definitely. Appreciate you. Um, y'all have a blessed one. Thank you, King. Yes, sir. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.